Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 469, Why I Quit My Job and Took a $50,000 Pay Cut by Scott Allen Turner of scottallenturner.com and I'm Justin Mollick. Happy Friday, welcome back, or welcome for the first time if you're new here. This is where I read to you every single day to help you live a more meaningful life, covering personal development, productivity, life hacks, and minimalism mostly, from some of the best blogs you can find, and of course, with their permission. And today features Scott Allen Turner, He's known as a financial rock star who can help you get out of debt faster, save more money, and retire rich. But a lot of his content fits really well with this show, so I'd like to read him here and on Optimal Finance Daily. But for now, let's get right to his post and start optimizing your life. Why I Quit My Job and Took a $50,000 Pay Cut by Scott Allen Turner of scottallenturner.com. In my last corporate job, I survived five rounds of layoffs. I watched the IT department shrink from 50 developers to four, including me. Our startup company was burning through the investor's cash and had no revenue. The financial cliff was approaching. The first time, nobody knew what was going on. Management led half of us to a small auditorium. Then we were told the people who weren't there were being let go and escorted out. Suddenly, people started poking their heads up and looking around the room. Who's in here? Did so-and-so make it? It was on that day I first learned job security doesn't exist. It could have been me in the other room getting shown the door. I won awards just as I had in my previous corporate job, all of which I trashed in the past year as I asked myself why I hung on to them for work I did years ago. Does anyone care I was employee of the quarter? That I was part of a team that rolled out a successful project for our biggest client, UBS? In short, no. I had been moonlighting for three years working on a side business with a couple of other guys. I worked nearly all nights and weekends. I'd been dating a girl during this time. She got fed up with me putting work before her, so she dumped me. That stung quite a bit. Then I got the call from my dad that you don't want to get. He had prostate cancer. It's common among men, but the C word scares the pants off you no matter what. He eventually recovered. Yet when I surveyed all that my hands had done and what I had toiled to achieve, everything was meaningless, a chasing after the wind. Nothing was gained under the sun. That's a verse from the Bible that struck a chord with me during that time. I started to question what I had been doing with my life. Working, that's it. And while I enjoyed what I did, it's all I did. I had no friends, no goals, no purpose. I was extremely successful on the outside. Inside, I was tired. My corporate IT job was just that, a job. I could have gone off to live in a shack in the hills and the impact on the world would have gone unnoticed. I was working for what? At the time, I had no idea what a budget was, but I had been tracking my expenses. 
I knew what I spent on stuff. So I did some quick math. What do I need at a minimum to pay my bills? Mortgage, food, utilities, insurance, gas. And there it was, just over $30,000 a year, most of which went to my big fat mortgage. To cover my needs, I'd be taking a $50,000 a year pay cut from a great job, but I was prepared. I had a fully stocked six-month emergency fund to fall back on. I had paid off all my other debts, the furniture, my school loans. I had already sold my car and got rid of the payment and paid cash for a beat-up pickup truck. I called my business partner and asked, do we have enough money to pay me $2,500 a month so I can quit my day job and work on our business full-time? He said he would get back with me. Later on that day, he called back and said, yes, the business was making enough for me to get a paycheck. When our call ended, I started writing my resignation letter. The following Monday, I handed it in. I was sad I'd be leaving a job I enjoyed and people I enjoyed working with, but I couldn't go on as I had been. There is a trap I fell into, and it's far more common for men to fall into it than women. If I work more, then I can make more to give my family more so they can have more. They will be happier. At the time, I wasn't married and didn't have kids, but the trap is the same for everyone. More. There's an old song named Cats in the Cradle. The opening lyrics are, quote, My child arrived just the other day. He came to the world in the usual way. But there were planes to catch and bills to pay. He learned to walk while I was away, unquote. That's the trap. I was after bigger, better, faster, more. The problem is the wasteland that's left in your wake as you work towards those things. Broken relationships, poor health, lost time, overwhelm, and stress. It is a chasing after the wind. I've never caught the wind, have you? Even today, sometimes I will find myself trying to catch it. I have to hit the reset button and remind myself, you've been down that road before. It leads to nowhere. Stop and smell the roses. I now have the luxury of working because I want to, not because I have to. I wake up every day getting to help people avoid the mistakes I've made and live their best life today, not someday. And yes, every time I see a rose, I stop and smell it. It's a reminder to enjoy the now instead of focusing on the next. I could work more. I could buy more. I could earn more. I could do more. But from my experience with seeking more, I've always ended up with less. And the inverse is also true. The less I work, the less I buy, the less I earn, the less I do, I end up with more. More of what is important to me. Free time, stuff that matters, health, relationships, and peace. You just listened to the post titled Why I Quit My Job and Took a $50,000 Pay Cut by Scott Allen Turner of scottallenturner.com. It's crazy, I'm a musician just like he is, and I went through a very similar experience when Lee and I were starting our business. We checked to see if we can afford to pay me very little just to get by, and we decided, yep, let's do it. And almost exactly four years later, I'm still at it and haven't had a boss since. And I think that'll do it for today. Have a very happy Friday and I'll catch you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.